well, I had switched away from the butt because we were all together. So I had to switch it back to the oh, butt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta stay on the butt. Yep. Hello, and welcome to Spooky Sips, where we put our love of horror movies into a podcast and sip some spirits along the way. I'm one of your hosts, Yvette, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Laura and Brianna. Hello. Hey. Happy Thanksgiving, Spooky Sippers. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. We hope that you're going to have a wonderful holiday today and not like the one in the movie that we just watched. We got to go to the theaters this time for y'all and we saw the 2023 movie Thanksgiving with Patrick Dempsey, of course. This movie is, it's about an axe-wielding maniac who terrorizes the residents of Plymouth, Massachusetts after a Black Friday riot ends in tragedy. Picking off victims one by one, the seemingly random revenge killings soon become part of a larger, more sinister plan. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. This movie. I have to say, before (laughs) we like, I know we'll get into our opinions and our feelings on it, but I don't feel like there has been a slasher like this like scream essence slasher in forever mm-hmm. and i absolutely soaked up every minute of it like yes yeah. phenomenal yes i didn't really know what to expect going into it the only info that i knew was it's a thanksgiving movie eli roth directed it and he also did hostel and because mm-hmm. of that i was terrified because i watched hostel way too young and it's like one of those where I, I haven't rewatched the movie because I just, it was terrifying to me. So when I saw that it was him, I was like, this is going to be like the most troubling movie. I was not looking forward to it. But going into it blind, I was, I mean, so I went into it with kind of low expectations in that I thought it would not be my style, but I loved it. It was, it was fun. It was a fun movie. It, it was, was so much fun. It was so fun. Yeah. I, I went into it only knowing that it was about Thanksgiving and that mm-hmm. McDreamy is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Patrick Dempsey, who I apparently am just, you know, boy crazy on this podcast because I know <laughs> I've talked about crushes, but Patrick Dempsey is my really legit <laughs> sexiest <laughs> man. I know he just got sexiest man. Oh, you know, he's always he's been sexiest man in my heart since Can't Buy Me Love. Have you guys oh ever seen gosh. that movie? No. Yes. It's when he's a baby face McBaby and oh. he's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> we don't anyway. to talk about sexiest man because how is this his first year getting it? I know. I wondered the same thing when I saw that. that. I was like, I had to go look it up because I was like, that's not true. Yeah. Like he probably got it when he was on Grey's. And He's it's been just he got sexiest it again. man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. So well, well deserved. I'm glad he finally got his recognition. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Probably because of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well that's earned. so funny, right? To have like sexiest man in this like slasher, like <laughs> Thanksgiving movie. I don't know. Yeah. I love the combo. Love yeah. it. Love it. So I have to say, I love the most recent like movie theater experiences I've had for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like when we saw Friday the 13th, I loved. Yeah. And I feel like this one was also really good. There were only a couple of other people in the theater with us. Yeah. Um, oh. And I like could not contain myself. I kept screaming out loud, like gasping or jumping or yeah. being like, shit. Like, yeah, I literally almost vomited at one point because oh, I was God. like, that is the most disgusting gore I have seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It you was almost amazing. vomited. And I like how you turned toward me. I did. Like, I just vomited. 
I know. I was like <laughs> leaning on Laura being like, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> and you could have heard the other oh way. <laughs> no, this movie, like, yeah, it got so many reactions. Like I gasped so yes. many, like, like audible, like, <gasps> same. Mm-hmm. I, I had like popcorn that I kept using because I can't do gore. Like I just, I, I can't do gore. So I had like my popcorn that I was just holding in front of my mm-hmm. face Love. in order to look away. Mm-hmm. No, Yvette, did you go see this by yourself? Yeah, I did. Oh shit. Oh, <laughs> I feel like is- mad props. Yeah. That's brave. Um, I was in a full theater. Okay. This was, this was like a packed theater, which is wild because I, left because I, I you know i was like you know i'll just buy the ticket there because when i checked it was empty yeah. like 45 minutes before the movie started the theater was empty so i was like oh, i'll just like go buy it there why not and when i showed up i like kid you not there were like five seats left wow so <laughs> it was a full theater which i think made it way more fun I mean, except mm-hmm. very rowdy teenagers were oh, mildly yeah. annoying yeah. as soon as they walked in and like I swear there were like 15 of them. I uh-huh. was like, okay, yeah. y'all are going to yeah. talk the entire time. <laughs> yeah. See, we, um, because I get out of work so early because, you mm-hmm. know, high school, um, we went at, actually it was like 440, I think is yeah. when we yeah. went. Um, so 440 on a Friday, I wasn't sure like what the crowd was going to be. Um, but there was, there was, I think it was just a single guy in front of us. Mm-hmm. And then there was mm-hmm. these women that were maybe like 15 years older than us. Yeah. Uh, behind us and they were just like I was like Brianna that's us in a few years uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah everybody was really pretty well behaved so mm-hmm. uh, oh, we got we got lucky yeah. yeah I mean something about these types of movies I think just kind of attract a kind of uh interactive crowd and yeah yeah Yeah. like you're gonna get reactions out of people and people go into the movie expecting to do it so yep it's kind of part of the experience. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> well, should we just start right at the beginning? I, I'm I so think, ready. I think I got all the deaths. Oh, okay. Um, I tried. I we'll, we'll see. We can we can compare notes. Um, I mean, the, we are so we are recording on the 18th. This came out yesterday. yesterday. Yes. Yep. So there's not a lot of like. I don't think a lot of people online have no. tracked all the the deaths and everything yet. So right. this is just. From my Fresh. memory, okay. And I wrote down, I wrote down some, yes. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see if we can compare if yeah. we're the same or not. Um, so at a certain point, I kind of gave up counting. Oh yeah, no, I mean it's hard to hard to keep yeah. track. Well, I think we can just start with the Black Friday sale. Yeah, it takes place in a town called um, Plymouth, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's at uh, what's the name of Wright Mart. Yeah, yeah, something Martin, mm-hmm. which is clearly like a play on Walmart. It looks oh. like Walmart. It's got yeah. the blue and the, yep. the font and everything. Yeah, right. and the big thing is that there you can get a free waffle iron. Yeah, yes. Well, and I also went into this totally blind. Like I didn't know that it was about the Black Friday. You know, yeah wildness so when i saw this i was like oh shit okay Mm -hmm. here Mm -hmm. here's what it is like it it was a fun like moment of realization to be like oh this is what this movie is gonna handle like yeah let's do it so yeah i was was like how how has this movie not been made yet like no yeah (laughs) i completely agree as soon as i realized where it was going and what the setup was i was i was in i was like sold 
Yeah. How has no one made this movie yet? This is a kind of a genius idea mm-hmm. for a oh, slasher totally. film. And they so did such a good job because they show the crowd outside of Right oh Mart before gosh. it opens. Mm-hmm. And they did such a good job of just the tension is building because yes. people are mad, people are anxious, mm-hmm. um, just the the sounds and the awfulness of the crowd. Like yes. it really mm-hmm. made you uncomfortable and like, oh, this is going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they built that tension so well. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, we we enter the movie meeting the family. Um, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Patrick Dempsey is the sheriff, and it's kind of like their friend and family group, right? Mm-hmm. So we meet the people that own Rite Aid, someone that works there, mm-hmm. um, and then we meet the teen daughter of the Rite Aid owners. Jess, right? Jess, yeah. Jess. Jess. Yeah, Jess. Um, I was going to say, they're hosting dinner, and then the sheriff, how we meet him is we hear this very distinct breathing mm-hmm. as he's, like, walking up to their house, and um, then he knocks on the door, and then you come to find out, oh, it's just the sheriff. It's nothing scary, mm-hmm. which we'll circle back to that later. Yes. <laughs> a little bit of foreshadowing there. Right. Yeah. I love the <laughs> yeah. intro. I, I think they did a good job of getting the the style of 80 slasher but doing it today mm-hmm. you know i i i really liked it i feel like it reminded me of you know like halloween scream mm-hmm. like Definitely. the intro kind of set the scene yeah i agree mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. so yeah the the one guy that is like a manager at rite aid gets called in he has to go because yeah, it's like right crazy mark. down there mm-hmm. at right mark um and so he goes and then we see the right mart like crowd crowd and that's where we kind of see what's going down and the teenagers from dinner they um they say they're going to a movie but really they're going to go party but Mm -hmm. then they did they decide that they need to also stop at right mart because like one of them needs a phone or something yeah and just the sense of just entitlement and oh just shallowness of these teens is just Mm -hmm. disgusting and Then they go enter this crowd we were talking about where it's just so tense. And that, Mm -hmm. I think, is my worst nightmare. Yes. Oh, 100%. A Black Friday crowd. Yes. It's like, I I will jump out of a plane. (laughs) I will jump off a cliff. Yeah. I will go scuba dive. I will do, but do not put me in a Black Friday crowd like that. That is the Mm -hmm. worst thing I can ever imagine. (laughs) Agreed. Yeah. No, it sounds like the worst. Yeah. So the teen group is kind of what causes people to get really angry because Jess lets them in through the like employee entrance Mm -hmm. and then they're all going and getting like they're being annoying and rowdy and getting all of like the deals first right yeah they're like taunting yeah outside outside. look we have access you don't Mm -hmm. who were already they were already on edge and yelling Mm -hmm. and screaming and then this just like pushes them over the edge yeah I have to like interrupt and say I did make a total judgment when mm-hmm. we met the teens. When I saw that Addison Ray was cast mm-hmm. as one of the teens, I was like, no, never mind. I don't like this yeah. movie. Like, cause I immediately was like, it's gonna be poorly acted. It's gonna mm-hmm. be like cheesy, like one of those forced roles, yeah. you know, that you sometimes get. But I have to say I was wrong. She actually did a decent job. She yeah. did well with it, and it wasn't it wasn't all focused on her. Like I was worried that it was going to be like Mm -hmm. centered now all around her just because they got this person to play the role. Yeah. It wasn't. So I was, Oh yeah. I I was, she did a pretty good job. I'm happy with the character that she played. My, my only asterisk is like her character should have absolutely been killed. 
100% agree. I see no reason why she was Completely allowed to, to live. Like, yes. that is my only asterisk with her character is like, did they keep her alive because she's Addison Ray? I know. Because 100% that character should have been killed off. Agreed. Full, full disclosure. Oh, yeah. I have no idea who that yes. is. <laughs> Laura had no idea who I was talking about. I was I dying. still don't. I, I was like, oh my God, TikTok. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what she is. Like I, I was like, how do you not know? She, she's know. very TikTok famous. Okay. She's and kind she's, of like the epitome of like what influencers are nowadays. Like she okay. was like the pioneer of <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. She was yeah. the first to really like blow up yep. on okay. TikTok. Okay. Yeah. Well, good yeah. for good for her. <laughs> still don't know who she is <laughs> all right so yeah so back to the store they're they're being like super shitty teens yeah <sighs> egging everyone on and the crowd yeah. is just like getting so overwhelmed like mm -hmm. you see them pushing the fences yeah. and yep. you can tell like shit it's about to go down yeah when they finally just because i think the the one guy just goes oh it's open so then the crowd starts pushing yeah. When the crowd rushes and then the people are just getting crushed up against the door. And so they're trying to decide if they should open the door so they don't get crushed or like leave the door locked because clearly people are not going to behave once they're inside. Like, mm -hmm. I was so stressed oh, yeah. watching that. Like, yeah. My palms were sweating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and, and so, um, the sheriff patrick dempsey he is um he's out kind of trying to help the crowd and yeah. when they first start pushing forward too um he falls down and they almost trample him mm -hmm. um but he did something that i recently i don't know why this came into my feed but i recently um saw this thing where there are tips on if you are ever in a crowd how to not get trampled oh mm -hmm. so Good first they know. talked about like certain ways to like position your feet so that you don't fall but if you do mm -hmm. make sure do exactly what patrick dempsey did don't lay on your back or on your stomach because then your vital organs can be stepped on even if oh. you put like your hands up mm -hmm. um turn on your side kind of mm -hmm. like the fetal position on your side and that way you have the best protection for your vital organs so oh yeah so we learned oh. something in this movie so he mm -hmm. he acted appropriately he did yeah. he absolutely yeah. did yeah yeah and so we get Patrick Dempsey as the sheriff, and then there's one security guard who stays and one security guard that runs away. Yes. Mm -hmm. So clearly crowd control was non-existent. Mm -mm. Right. And right. I think one of the first injuries we get is, so, well, first Doug, the security guard. Right. Was tr who was trying to open the door to let people in. The mm -hmm. whole thing just breaks, collapses on him, and he's just actively getting crushed. Yeah. Like he's just walks. being, like, yeah. killed. And <laughs> then... The thing that uh, set set like the the like oh okay this is the kind of movie that we're watching for me was the guy who is also like rushing in and then just glass to the neck yes glass yes. to the neck just almost de like it doesn't like almost decapitate but it it just is very obviously deep this dude is clearly going to die from this injury he's yeah. just gushing but what yeah. does he do does he go does he put like search for uh first aid no he grabs the waffle iron grabs a waffle iron as he's like bleeding out and then it, he passes out and someone comes and takes, takes his it from him yeah yeah oh my gosh it was just oh this movie's so good it honestly no they did such a good job they did and, such a good job with this movie and then like there's the the guy that manages 
Mitch. the right mart. Um, mm-hmm. His wife came with the sheriff. That's why the sheriff oh, was yes. here because they they came to bring him dinner, like a little like mm-hmm. takeaway dinner. Um, and so yeah. she's also there. You can tell there's a bit of a relationship or flirtation happening. Yeah, like between her and the sheriff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she. Oh my god! This is the one that almost made me vomit. So I can't even talk about it, you guys. I can't. Okay, so there's the deaths were so much in this movie. So brutal. (laughs) So she's so she's like just trying to, I guess, survive the crowd. And then this crazed shopper with a shopping cart like plows into her. Like she falls down, and it they run her head over with the shopping cart, which basically scalps like. Because her hair gets attached to the wheel as these two people are, like, going back and forth with the cart. And so you just see it, like, her scalp peeling off. It was so brutal. You guys, like, I can't. It was so brutal. It was so bad. (laughs) Because then there was also – so this one didn't lead to a death, but then there was also – Bobby, one of the teens that was in the car, um, he is going, I think actually he goes to maybe help someone. I think so, yeah. He's trying um, to help Doug, the security mm-hmm. guard. Okay. Mm-hmm. So as he's trying to do that, someone just steps on his hand, like in wrist, and it just, you see that the hand goes in a way. Crap. Opposite way. Yeah. <laughs> no hand should go. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So. So I think that's our first three deaths. It's mm-hmm. the yes. security guard, mm-hmm. the uh, a customer, the customer, and then the wife, and then Amanda, the wife. Yeah, yes. yeah. So then it just so we see this like chaos ensue, and then that's when we get the title card. Yep, which is just Thanksgiving in the like bloody font. Yep, Thanksgiving, and then it's one year later. Yep, which was just like again, it's Great like this intro. whole movie was just a roller coaster. It yeah, really was. It was. Yeah, it really was. They're like, all right, it's one year later. We learn that the family who like owns the store was not found responsible for anything. Right. Basically, like there was no accountability. No security camera. Yeah, yeah. The security footage is gone. Um, and we're since it's one year later, we're once again close to Thanksgiving, and the store will be reopening Mm -hmm. for Black Friday. Yeah. And even though there's been no security camera footage um that the police could use in an in an investigation, um the one boyfriend. Yeah, the the one guy. I, I don't remember the, his name. One of the other teens. One of the teens, he uh-huh. had he was like standing up and recording it on his cell phone, like live streaming. That's yeah. a yes. big thing that happens. I think that's in this Evan. Movie. Yes. Okay. That mm-hmm. sounds okay. right. There's a um, lot of characters in mm-hmm. this movie. <laughs> There's so many. Yeah. So and I only actually, like wrote down the names of the important yeah, ones. Yeah. Like <laughs> I will say actually in the movie, it was not hard to track. Like no, if no. you knew, it was like they, these are the teens from the group. Mm-hmm. These are the people from the Black Friday. Like it, it wasn't hard. It was more just after the fact, trying to think of all the deaths and all the characters. No idea half half of their names. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. Um so but- with the beginning, we learn of this little tradition at the diner, oh. which is that around this time, people always wear these John Carver masks. And they're oh. like the crappy, like little flimsy, plastic. like plastic masks. Um, you mispronounced it. Um, it's John Kava. Kava. <laughs> 
okay, we do have to talk about the accents in this movie. <laughs> because that was my favorite part. So Lizzie, the waitress, how she's like, it's John Kava. John Kava. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I need someone from Boston to tell me if if these are even somewhat right because we lived back east growing up as kids and so we knew a lot of bostonites and yes 100 right that is like a massachusetts bostonite accent totally that that is how that is how they sound so when we lived in when we lived in new england um like maine and new hampshire that's Uh how like people who are from there that's what they sound like yep so they were spot on it was amazing it it kept taking me out of it you know (laughs) patrick dempsey's boston (laughs) accent (laughs) i i could listen to it all day it made me it made me so happy it just brought me so much joy (laughs) oh Oh my gosh so yeah we get the the john cava john cava I told I told Brianna I was like you know I'm doing the entire podcast recording in a box in Boston accent right <laughs> I was like don't you dare oh gosh so I don't good. think people would appreciate that one no nope. <laughs> <laughs> um and at one point um I took a note of I don't know if this was when Patrick Dempsey was kind of like talking to people in the town about you know this upcoming Thanksgiving or the parade or something, but he was talking to the, uh, the right Mart owner. What's his name? Mr. Wright or something. Oh yeah. I can not forget know. his name. Oh, so she, see. Thomas, Thomas, okay. Wright. Mm-hmm. Thomas, Wright. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, so his wife, um, who just kind of seems like this, like full of herself not very mm-hmm. serious type woman clearly just the one of the main you know young kids in the movie yeah. she doesn't like her um but she's like talking to um the sheriff and she's just holding an eggplant like yeah. it's like the most obviously <laughs> phallic thing you could do right. the way she was holding it and she's like oh yeah i always put it in my stuffing or something yeah. and i'm like get out of here oh my gosh <laughs> i think it's it kathleen was... let's get out of here kathleen <laughs> get out of here kathleen it was so good it was so funny i'm trying to look it up because like when this guy came on screen i was like oh my gosh he is in something that i'm thinking of Ooh. but i couldn't think of it and i still can't find it but i will the right mart owner yeah Oh, oh yeah, he's like, definitely been. But like a long time ago, like in mm-hmm. the like, you know, two thousand, the early 2000s or something. Mm. But, okay. So, so anyways. <laughs> in the movie, we then learn that um, for some reason they go into the John Cava house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're filming an ad. Oh, that's right. That's why they're doing the yeah, store. Commercial. It's like a yearly thing. I think it's kind of what they made it sound mm-hmm. like. Like they're yeah. doing their family ad for the store. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And so you you discover that it's been vandalized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like I love, I think it's um, Dempsey that's like they they vandalized a historical landmark. <laughs> like, <"Stop!" laughs> no, I could not with his accent. <laughs> vandalized a historical landmark. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, I'll stop. Mm-hmm. I'll try to stop. <laughs> Oh, oh, so they vandalized the house and you realize too that they also took the axe that was on display in john mm-hmm. carter's house yes so i think at this point the teens all start getting tagged in yes. a post by someone with the name john carver on instagram yes so it starts with 
a dinner table that's been set, right? And it's and it's tagging all of them as the first one. Yeah. So the, think, it just yeah, I think they kind of just ignore it at the beginning. It's like a that's oh, weird. Yeah, they think it's happening? weird. Yeah. yeah. And I think the caption is you know something about the table is set. Mm-hmm. So yes. it's like we're getting. I'm getting ready for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, which is just so ominous and amazing. Yes. Um, oh, and we should say, so when the movie first started, Jess and Bobby are dating. Mm-hmm. But there's this guy, Ryan, who's very much into Jess. You can tell that he has a crush yeah. on her and he loves her. Mm-hmm. Um, but since the incident where Bobby's hand got crushed, he kind of, he ghosts Jess and he is he not part leaves. of the friend group anymore. Mm-hmm. He just leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ryan, who I love that all of the characters, like they don't really, the, the friends don't really like him. So they all just keep referring to him as an NPC. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. That is, that is, I feel like what people say, like kids right. say, like, like so stupid. I know. <laughs> I know. But, um, so he is now dating Jess. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to think, I think also at the beginning we get to see the killer's lair a little bit, yes. right? We get yes. to see the photos of all of the teens mm-hmm. and everything set up. We get newspaper clippings. So we know someone is preparing to do something. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're mad about the massacre that happened. Yeah. yeah and they've Thank like, you. Got, you know, pictures circled, their faces circled and written out. Like, yes. yeah. Yeah. So we know, we know something, something's mm-hmm. going on. Yep. Should we get into the next the death? death? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we're back at the diner. And character. Lizzie is yep. closing up shop for the day. And did we say that Lizzie was like a real kind of asshole during like did we she I don't think like, we've said it, but during yeah, the she was. riot, like mm-hmm. she was one of the ones that was up at the front and she was a real jerk. Like yeah. and she like got her waffle iron and left and like just mm-hmm. yeah, she was kind of a jerk. Yeah. She's just kind of a jerk in general to people. Right. Like she's just pretty rude. Um, <laughs> right. But her accent's so cute, I can't even be mad at her for it. <laughs> it's like you do kind of love her. I love right. her so much. I love her. But so she's closing up, and we get the shot of you know. I think I think uh, John Carver is in the kitchen. So we see him behind a door, or like through a little window. Well, and you also you also see what he does before he attacks. Um, in in a lot of the deaths, is he puts a mask somewhere right. for the person to find? Yeah. So Lily mm-hmm. first sees a John Carver mask that's been left on the counter. Mm-hmm. So she's like looking at the mask, and I think she maybe even like puts it up to her face. And while right. she's putting it up to her face, you see another person yes. wearing a John Carver mask mm-hmm. behind her. Yes, yep. oh, so good. So that's when he pops out, attacks her with the axe. I think. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So they're kind of like running through the diner eventually lizzie kind of gets away and goes into the manager's office mm-hmm. and i loved i love this little scene of her just trying to unlock her phone yes but she can't be oh because before that oh well yes while the they were freezer. chasing each other <laughs> one of the places they chased was the back room and it's got the walk-in freezer and he opens the freezer and then just sticks her to the the door yeah, well, and that works because before he sticks her to the door, um, like he had sliced her hand open or something, but before he sticks her to the door, he puts her head in the, in the dish. Like the oh, right, yes. He gets her wet. Sink. Yeah. So she's mm-hmm. very wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he sticks her face, like her cheek side face, onto the 
onto the walk-in and I like could not fucking handle her being pulled off and her face is just peeling off and left yep. on the walk-in door. Like, okay, so imagine <laughs> when you have a Band-Aid on your skin and you pull and it pulls the skin up. Yeah. Yeah. And the Band-Aid peels off. Imagine that, but instead of it being a Band-Aid, it's your skin. It's, it it's your face I that can't. comes up from your flesh and then peels off. I think I'm getting yeah. weak in my old age. Oh, it's not as... <laughs> this movie was not for the weak. <laughs> for these kind of... So images. she... Uh, peels off and then runs into the manager's office and like can't get and that's why she can't get her phone i, free, I love that so much because it's like her hand is slashed so the touch screen is like right. not working yep. and her face is missing a chunk and so the face id doesn't work and yep. i just oh. i love it so much i know it's so brilliantly brutal it is so well done it is so she runs out of the office and she manages to get outside mm-hmm. thinking she's free. Okay, she made it. Trying to get her keys mm-hmm. out of her purse. I mean, yeah, something we've all been through. You know, yep. you're like you you leave to go and she's like, where's my keys? Where are my fucking keys? Yes. Like, we could so relate. But then we see John Carver in the car. Yeah, in the he parking starts lot, the car. And she runs to try to hide in the trash bin. Yeah, the dump, like the, the big, the, like the big, like the dumpster, the metal big like dumpster, the big metal bin, and and so he just she gets she gets in, so she she's gets like halfway, halfway in, half in, and then he just slams into the dumpster, forcing the lid to just slam down, um, and completely cuts her in half. Just. I just, just I think this was pull. one of the parts where I screamed like oh, her, snap it cut in half middle of the leg out of there <laughs> like the top half of her falls into the dumpster the legs and butt like just fall down because yeah, and you just see like her intestines hanging out I was like oh my there was God. a lot of intestines in this movie yeah no like us. the deaths are like over dramatic like they go over the top with oh, these they do. it's like blood spewing guts yes. out like eight. They went all out with it. But also, like, so well done. Yeah. F- like, movie-wise, like, d- you know, mm-hmm. it, it was so realistic. Like, it wasn't this, like, cheap gore scene. Like, it was genuinely yeah. much like that could be happening. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And then to add insult to injury, he then takes her bottom half of her body and puts it on the sign Mm-hmm. of right mart um mm-hmm. like on the little star of right mart so yeah people that's how they discover the body yeah yeah and then i think he posts a picture and tags yes. all the kids again yes and i think i don't i don't remember where this came up if it was in the post that they tagged or somebody said it but it was something about you know selling everything half off yes <laughs> And I was like, that's hilarious. (laughs) I know. (laughs) There was a lot of comedy in this movie. No, there really there really was. Yeah. Um, as a total aside note, I did find out where that actor is from, and it's hostile. Oh he was in hostile, and that's what I was thinking of him from. So I was like, oh, okay. Right. So I was like, that makes sense. sense. So Mm -hmm. mystery solved. Yeah, I mean, we kind of get on to number two. I know it's or pretty, number sorry five. It's five. It's pretty like quick. Yeah, and it's, yeah, because you know this is kind of like the first. That was the first death 
post everything like a mm-hmm. year later, right? So it's kind of like, oh, that was weird. And clearly it's related to the store, but you know, we're not quite at serial killer yet. You're, yeah, yep. you're not quite sure. Right. Yep. Yeah. But then we meet Manny, who was the other security guard. Yeah, the security guard run that ran away. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And we see him in his apartment and he's like gathering his stuff. He's packing. We see a passport Mm -hmm. um, and he like says goodbye to his cat that someone's going to come watch him. But like he has to get out of here. And so he's like going to, you know, go. And then he comes back to grab his passport as he's leaving and it's not there. It's Mm -hmm. gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then he's stabbed in the gut. With a turkey carver, like you know, those electric turkey carvers. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> I, I could not buy a guy in a John Carver mask, <laughs> yeah, because I think he once again, yeah, puts the mask on like the couch yeah. or something, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. and then his cat is gone, yeah. And I, I leaned over to Lara and I was like, if they kill the cat, we're walking out. <laughs> oh no, same, I was like, don't you dare, but here's, you dare. here's the thing for me, I could kind of tell by now this part of the movie, like. By this time in the movie, I was like, this is a movie where it's horrific and awful, but there's a sense of morality here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, I have a feeling. And comedy. Like, and yeah. comedy. I was like, I have a feeling this killer is not only not going to kill the cat, but is like going to be like, go pet it or something. Like, right. For yep. some reason, I was like, this vibe of this movie is like humans are the worst. And so I will be yeah. murdering them ruthlessly. But mm-hmm. I will be, of course, nice to the cute fluffy cat. Yeah, right. for sure. And I was yes. correct. <laughs> and now he this, was, in fact, gives the cat some food. Yes. And little pets yep. <laughs> before he leaves. This is the guy that was decapitated, correct? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's decapitated. He gets like a... You see him take the head. Yeah. yeah so, him, right? John Carver gets like a, like a rope of some sort and he mm-hmm. wraps it around the dude's neck and then just pulls yeah. it. And it, it, you know, like... um. Have you ever done ceramics? You know how you use oh, like a yeah, wire? Oh, yeah. Yes. Little wire what it was. Yeah, the ceramics thing off the pot. It's kind of like that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no, honestly, that's a perfect description of it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and then the cat like meows by his empty bowls as he's yeah. eating. And he like goes and feeds, like refills the cat's dishes. Yeah, he's and like, okay. cat's and the cat's owner's body is just like bleeding <laughs> onto the floor. Because you know once Kitty's out of food, that's where – He's going next. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. They'll, they'll they found the body quick. That's you know, true. That's true. They did. That's and then we see Manny join the table. Yeah. So he's put on his plate mm-hmm. at the dinner and, table. Yep. And then and he I, posts about it. I and think everyone this, gets notified. This is where you see. Um, th- so there's the picture you see. Manny's head on a plate and the person sitting across from him at the dinner table mm-hmm. is Lizzie the waitress, the top yeah, half. Her the top, top half. half. Mm-hmm. And it's like she's sitting there right getting ready to eat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So at Ruthless. this point, people are starting to realize maybe something's going on here. Yeah. Related. It's like oh shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People are starting to get scared. And then this is where we go. To the like competing school, I think is is what it's supposed to be. I forget the name. It starts with an H, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. like the the, oh. the school, which is Hanover? like the guy. Yes, yeah, yeah. With the guy that kind of started the mm-hmm. right. He's the one who screamed that the the store is open, right, and stuff. <laughs> it's such a weird scene. It is the trampoline. Yeah, I know. So it it literally is like so 
gruesome that I was like, who thought of this? It's like, what? I mean, my mind goes to dark places too, man. But yeah. I was like, how did somebody think this up? Like, yeah. so yeah, it's it's the the other couple. So it's Lonnie and Amy. Okay, the the couple. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they're and like so- in the high school, being cute and running around, and yeah, she's in her cheerleader outfit, and mm-hmm. you know, and then they like she's surprising him with something. Mm-hmm. So she like leads him into the the spot and tells him to sit down. And then there's the trampoline out and she does like dirty. She's like doing yeah. a gay, like striptease trampoline mm-hmm. routine. Like, yeah. and then we just yeah. see his head get snapped. It just, <laughs> yeah, like hands just turn it. So it's, it's like, he's an owl. He's looking yeah, yeah. just <laughs> fully sideways. But Amy yeah. is l- looking not looking at him. Right. So she's jumping on the yeah, trampoline. Yeah, she's turned around. And she's doing all these jumps where she jumps and then does a split onto the trampoline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the first the like the first one that she does, like she jumps up super high and she comes down and it I feel like it just goes right through her like so a a knife comes yeah. up through the trampoline and the way she lands on it, the knife just goes straight up through her ankle which yeah imagine mm-hmm. like the like her heel like ankle. yeah mm-hmm. yeah pretty painful and but then the other like, one goes mm-hmm. yeah between her legs yeah yeah but she's like got momentum so like even so though she, she lands keeps on bouncing the knife, she bounces back up because th- that's how trampolines work yeah and so she's just repeatedly stabbed Stab over and trampoline. over oh it's <laughs> it's so brutal so they, it, this was just like, yeah, how do you come up with this? Yeah. Why is this happening? Yeah, I feel like in a way, this one was almost the most like painful to watch because of that, yeah. like knife to the ankle. Like, because you, you can just, you can imagine that, right? Oh. Like you can imagine. So, so yeah. that was deaths six and seven. I think. Six and seven. Yeah. Um, And I do want to point out in between all of this gruesomeness, there was some you know we've already talked about lots of like humor and stuff mm-hmm. um so i think before they had got to the school there um there was a couple of scenes and one line i just love they're talking about jess's new boyfriend ryan and how he's a little mm-hmm. bit creepy yeah um mm-hmm. and they're talking about i forget even exactly why they say it, but they go mm-hmm. he's always the turkey in the parade <laughs> and they were so serious like they were <laughs> laura and i both <laughs> just started laughing the turkey it's just like, weird <laughs> parade um but then also like they're trying they're all of the kids are trying to figure out who the killer could be oh yeah and, and so like i think they're trying to brainstorm could it be ryan who's you know creepy but he's always the turkey in the parade or could it be because of the Hanover? footage as well right yeah. So somewhere between all of this, Jessica remembers that there is backup footage at the house mm-hmm. because she knows that Kathleen deleted the store footage so yes. the security couldn't find it. So she goes through to try to, you know, help solve the case. And that's where she sees Ryan, who's talking to Doug, the security yeah. guard that was crushed. And they're mm-hmm. like hugging, like it seems like they're friendly. So now yeah. it's like, oh, he never mentioned knowing Doug. Right. A little suspicious. Um, I did want to throw in a little fun fact since we talked about the trampoline scene. So this entire movie, which I had no idea about, was based off of a fake trailer that was in Grindhouse. So if anyone hasn't seen Grindhouse, it's like a double feature of a Quentin Tarantino movie and a Robert Rodriguez movie. And this isn't even the first movie. This is the third movie to be made 
from a fake trailer that was shown in Grindhouse. Oh my gosh. That, so we stayed toward the end of this mm-hmm. movie and we saw mm-hmm. special thanks to Quentin Tarantino mm-hmm. and somebody else who I'm guessing is. Oh, it was. Robert it was. Rodriguez. Yeah, um, that's who it was. So that would, that makes sense. Cause I was like, yeah. why would they be special thanking them? But that's why. So Eli Roth made the fake trailer cool. for a, a Thanksgiving yep. slasher in the movie. Like oh. this has always been his idea. Since okay. 2007, or even before that, he's he's kind of talked about how he grew up in Massachusetts and right. always like was like, why isn't there a Thanksgiving horror movie? It's so obvious. Um, yeah. So, so he, made he made that it. fake trailer, and so yeah, it, since it was his idea, Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino were like, I don't, that's that's your idea, like you go for it. So, but that's nice. why he included like a special thing since it yeah. was their movie that, that okay. it was originally in. That makes um, more sense. So in that trailer, one of the scenes that we see is that trampoline scene. We see like there's a cheerleader oh, jumping shit. on a trampoline who gets okay. like stabbed through the bottom. Okay. And the intro title is that same font. So it's like the bloody Thanksgiving. So they okay. took that as well. Nice. Um, I guess originally they had thought about trying to make that movie, right? Where it was like the trailer showed this, let's make that movie. Mm-hmm. But it was almost too much pressure. Is, is kind of how Eli Roth described it. Um, because you're forced to work with scenes, right? Like right. the random scenes that they came up with for a movie, they'd have to include all of those. And so they decided that the way to go about it was, let's just say that that movie did exist, the 1980 Thanksgiving slasher. And this is a reboot of it. Okay. Is okay. kind of his thought. It was like, this is a reboot of that movie, which is why they still included some scenes, mm-hmm. but took a different approach to it. Nice. I think that's a smart way to go. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought so. I thought it was kind of cool, but apparently he's had this idea for forever. He started oh writing the script in 2010. Wow. So it was one of those like they wanted to get it right. And also, it's a Thanksgiving movie. It has to be released around Thanksgiving. So it's like if you don't time it right one year, you're looking for the next you year. You got to wait a whole right? year. You got to wait. Mm-hmm. For, and then I think there was also like it took some time to get the rights to it because technically Mm. it wasn't his movie that the trailer was in so he had to like talk to the studio so this was a long time coming okay okay hard earned well yeah Yeah. well worth it okay so next we get they don't die but this is where two of the teens disappear yes yeah so i feel like it's worth mentioning that they weren't deaths but like you don't you know we think maybe, which is, um, is it Ga- Gabby? Gabby. Oh yeah. Gabby. Which is Addison Ray's character and Evan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now. Okay. Here's my, I talked about this earlier. I was like, Gabby should have died. You already had the like kind of popular couple with Gabby and Evan. Right. The, the trampoline scene should have been them getting killed. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. It seems kind of random to like sh- go where it's like, oh, now we're at this school. For this kind of weird trampoline room. Right. And they're dead. Yes, I agree. And and, so, yeah. And so what happens is they're, they're clearly being kind of, um, stalked, I guess, or hunted. Oh, yeah. She, she, her phone ends up in like a laundry cart. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So like clearly, and we find out later why, but clearly like they're, the killer had an opportunity to kill them. Yeah. But for some reason, these are the ones that get saved. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't love that. I think he should have killed the characters there or had them be the Uh trampoline couple that gets killed. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Anyway, yeah, so we know that 
the killers at the school mm-hmm. gets because them and tries to lure Jessica. Yeah, Jess is already is also at the school, mm-hmm. so she's there, but they separate for a minute. Yeah, because they're like going to go change, and then they yeah. end up disappearing. Right, and then Jess is there mm-hmm. now being kind of hunted. Yeah, yes. and this is where we get kind of like a perspective from the killer. Mm-hmm. As he's going after them, and it's the same perspective at the be- as the beginning of the movie, and the person is breathing, kind of like initially Patrick Dempsey's character was mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> which I just found notable. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So at this point, they're like, "We're one hundred percent being hunted." <laughs> There's yes. right. definitely something wrong. The cops were already at the school because they, uh, you know. Because of what happened with the other right. teens, Rose, like clearly this is all related. Right. So this is where we meet uh Yulia's dad, who yeah, rolls yeah. up in the G Wagon and is like, We're leaving. And she's like, Where? He's like, Florida. We're going to Florida. Get yeah, the he's car. Like, Go. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, kind of a good idea. Yes. I'm I'm with with Yulia's dad on this one. Yes. Well, and and before before that happens, when the when um, Carver is still kind of chasing Jess before she gets away, mm-hmm. I just I thought that the scene where he's chasing her and she's in the school's hair salon, oh yes, was yes, so cool. I loved that scene. So yeah. like she she doesn't die, so this isn't a death scene, but like mm-hmm. she she is hiding and she kind of like is hiding in plain sight because there's all these just you mm-hmm. know like the the busts that hairstylists use to like mm-hmm. practice hair on they're just like mm-hmm. sitting on all these counters and she just goes and she's just very still and like makes herself look like one of the hair yep. models yeah i love that um, and she ends up then i think like spraying him with hairspray and then yes. running to the building so that's how she yeah. and then she gets she gets to the cops mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um but i just like that scene was so fun just yes yeah thought, like, i loved it that situation and she's just like they're trying to be so still like a, yeah uh, part of me was like why does a high school have this i know it was very strange like a community yeah. college, I would understand, but like, why does a high school? I mean, they might have like a technical program. Yeah, yeah like a technical, I just had like never a, seen like a home ec kind of thing that before. Hair. Yeah, like yeah. a modern day home ec, right? Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So then we're at Yulia's house. Yep. Right with her and mm-hmm. her dad, and they're like packing and like mm-hmm. getting ready. Um, and as they were doing that, I couldn't help but notice how much I loved the fact that they had laundry. A uh, laundry room on the second floor, oh, and I thought yeah. that's just so darn convenient. Yeah, and it was a very nice house. It was a very know. nice house, and I just—I yeah. was so jealous. I was like, "Man, their their bedrooms are right there, and there's the laundry. Yeah, it's so convenient. Get up and down the stairs. <laughs> this is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. And there's yeah. a cop there, right? With yes, yeah, because he's like, like waiting Yulia, outside yeah. the house. Because Yulia's dad is like, "I'm having none of this. I need right. a cop here. We're going to Florida." Like. Yeah, so they're, and they're like safe. very quickly trying. So there's the cop outside, mm-hmm. and then they're inside, and I don't exactly remember. So how we this see, plays out. We see John Carver come in, and so here's the thing: I don't know if they die or not. I don't know if they die, and it was like a silencer that John Carver uses, or okay. if it was like just to knock them out. But we see yeah. John Carver, and he shoots something at right. the cop. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then. And then later, Yulia's dad. I think mm-hmm. it was a silencer because I think that guy looked pretty dead. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Because Yulia's dad had given the cop like food. Right. Like, We're leaving. Like, take it. Yeah. So the cop was distracted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we should say part of what he was given was corn 
on the cob. Oh, oh yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, with the little, so then, then I with think, the little yeah, pokies. It, with the little pokies that go in the sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which, and we should also say they they were corn-shaped and had a smiley face on them. Yeah. Yes. They were yeah. adorable ones. They were so cute. They were really cute. Um, so I think it was a, I think it was a, yeah. So those are confirmed deaths, death. right? Yeah. Okay. That's so this would be, this would be what, death eight? Or eight and nine. Yeah. And, nine. yeah. and okay. then we go up to Yulia in her bathroom finishing getting ready. So she's like putting contacts in and she's cleaning her ears out. But they Q-tips. really focus on her putting the contacts in. Yes. They do. Which I, really grossed me out. I don't know why because yeah. I wear contacts and mm-hmm. I was like, ew, stop. I was, I was worried there was going to be like an eye. That's they were so clearly trying to get us to like worry about that. Like they and I was <laughs> really she was slowly putting in those uh-huh. contacts one at a time and they would like zoom in. So yeah. it was like, oh God, they're gonna do something with her eyes. Mm-hmm. But no, instead she's done oh, cleaning her and ears. She's FaceTiming her oh, yes. boyfriend right. and Jessica yes. Yes. while getting ready. And she's just standing there in the mirror, and then all of a sudden behind her. The corn cob holders just go boop, right into her ears. <laughs> and I love how like all of a sudden like the sound becomes like yes. what it would sound like, like yeah. that high pitch ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I oh, love totally. that. Oh, so they did a good then, job so with that. So she pulls yeah. them out, right? I mean, she's still alive. They're tiny, like right. the corn cob thing. So like she's still alive. But trying it's super to- disorienting. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. No, the sound was so was really good. I, yeah. I feel like that was well done. Yeah. So she's trying to just get, get out, but the right. killer catches up to her. Mm-hmm. And, and then, <sighs> and then she's, she's thrown onto a spinning table saw. Okay. I could not, you guys, I keep, I know I keep saying each one is my like <laughs> worst one, but this one, it's like a table saw because their yeah. house is under construction mm-hmm. and like, it was just horrifying because she just keeps being bounced back onto it. Yeah. It I, was also Jessica and her boyfriend are there. Oh yes. Because yes. we find out the other two friends are still alive. Right. So I feel like this one was extra sad because it was like, oh man, like he may have just taken her alive to right. the table with the other two friends. Uh-huh. But instead, because Jessica and the boyfriend tried to stop him, now she's dead. Yeah. Yep. So, I feel yeah. like this was one of the more sad deaths. It was sad. It was yeah. sad. The boyfriend sure. was like, like, what Aw. do I do? Like, holding her. Oh, yeah, because he's just like, holding Aw. her, being like, what do I do? Like, Aw. she's obviously dead. Like, yeah. Oh, sad. <laughs> yeah, it was so brutal. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, after 10 deaths, uh-huh. <laughs> they start to really think, take this, these things seriously. We're right. like, okay, it's going, this is, we know what's up. Like, it's, going down. it's very obviously anyone who was at the Thanksgiving Gate. Whoa, Thanksgiving Day <laughs> massacre is yep. being targeted. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so we should say um, at some point, like they're they're thinking, okay, we need to protect ourselves. So they go to the McCarty party. Mm-hmm. There's this dude who's like really creepy. His name is McCarty, yeah. and he's throwing this party, and he's but, like older. Than yeah, him. like yeah, definitely older. Like, Mm-hmm. They they made some comment like he's like thirty years old and still in high school or something. Yeah, but, and he um, looks older. He looks yeah. older. Yeah, yeah. But he he throws this party and he's he's selling them weapons. Mm-hmm. Um. So um. Jess oh, and what's the difference? Evan? Evan? Or, no, no, because he lives right. Oh, so yeah. I can write his name down. Uh, it, it's it's Yulia's boyfriend. I think. Yeah, it's Yulia's boyfriend. Was she with Scoobs? Scoob, Scoobs, or she Kuma. was with Scoobs at uh, Scuba. Oh yeah. no, yeah. So Scuba yeah, lives. 
Yes. So maybe that's okay. No, so she. So it's Jess and Scuba. Yeah. So Scuba. Okay. Scuba yeah. buys. Um. He buys a gun. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. And the guy. Um. Makati is like really like you gotta make sure to keep the safety on. Just be careful. Yeah. Right. And then he also tries to sell, and I'm bringing this up because it comes to, into mm-hmm. play later. Mm-hmm. He tries to sell Jess, like, he's like, oh, there's these cool, it's almost like spyware. Yeah, stuff. yeah. It's like, it's a belt, but if you take this part off of the buckle, it's like a switchblade. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, it could come in handy. And she goes, no, 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 I'm good. Yeah. But she does take the ring. Oh, that's later. later. That's later. Oh, is that later? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. So, mm-hmm. so then, so the reason why I thought of that is because... Now that they're taking it seriously, they decide, okay, there's the big Thanksgiving Day parade. Mm-hmm. Let's set a trap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so originally working. they were thinking, oh, let's cancel it or let's cancel not it. go. So they're kind of having like a family meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everyone is like the sheriff is there. The parents are there. Jess and Scuba. Like, they're like, we need we need a plan. And they're like, we'll lure him in mm-hmm. with the parade. Yeah. And the plan is they'll do the parade. And then when the floats go back to the warehouse... It's going to look empty, yeah. but it's going to be full of cops who are going to wait for him to show up. And get him. Yeah. 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 Kind of a solid plan. It's like, okay, that makes sense. And then that's when Jess gets the ring. Because before they get on the float, he's like, oh, it kept my dad alive. Yeah, it was good luck in Iraq. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And who, who is Mitch? Mitch Um, is, um, his wife is the one who died at the beginning. Yeah, he was like like the the manager. manager. Oh, okay. and remember they there they, we had gotten a few like inklings that maybe Mitch was behind this because he was really like he's been leading protests. Yeah, he's um, done protests. Yeah, and like you know, yeah. super mm-hmm. against having Right Mart open and yeah, so yeah. And There's he's been at the a few parade. questions of if it yep. could be him or not. Mm-hmm. And he's at the parade also still protesting. So, yep. and it's like putting us uncomfortable, like, oh, if it's Mitch. Like yeah. at this point, we're thinking maybe it's Mitch, maybe it's Ryan. <laughs> yep. Maybe it's somebody. Maybe it's, well, and also Bobby has come back, right? Oh, Bo- maybe yeah, it's so Bobby. It's, well, we forgot the Bobby. He came back. Yeah, he yeah. came back. And there's a mm-hmm. lot of like questioning of like, this is probably Bobby that's doing yeah. it. Like he's so, the killer. Then the parade is going on. My God. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think Ryan is clearly, for some reason, not dressed as the turkey. Somebody else is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's some other kid. Um, as turkey. And suddenly just acts to the turkey. His head just gets chopped right off. A clown. Yep. Yes, A clown. by the clown. And chops off his head and then puts like um, like smoker yes things like a smoke there's like a bunch of colored smoke bombs going Mm -hmm. off so it is just chaos it's so unexpected like i the whole time they were kind of building tension because as they're on the float you see scuba and dress like every time they see someone with a john carver mask they kind of look as like oh god wait is is that him like is that him yep like you could feel the tension and then it's like oh no someone just decapitated the turkey guy yep (laughs) <laughs> yep and so like now they're coming off of mm-hmm. the float and yep. they're like running into the car there's like a truck there that they're like running to mm-hmm. and so now the truck has you know jess 
I think Scoobs, mm-hmm. her parents, like her yep. dad and her stepmom. Yep. Just everyone that uh, the, the killer wanted. All yeah. In one car. All in the truck. And then he throws a smoke bomb. The clown comes mm-hmm. and throws a smoke bomb into the front of the car and mm-hmm. like shoots what look like tranquilizer darts into yeah. the chest of everyone in the back. Yeah. And gets in the car and drives off. Before that happens, though, we get another horrible death, which is the person driving the float. Oh my gosh. Grandpa. Right. <laughs> I totally forgot. I think so I the float <laughs> is like a ship yes. behind that he's pulling behind the car, but because he has to slam, you see the front of the ship goes straight through his head. Just <laughs> And it was so, like, his nose is on the top. Like, it was just so graphic. And there's, like, kids in the front seat with him. Oh, the children are in the front seat. And they're like, Grandpa! Oh, God! (laughs) That one was awful. Okay, so that's, I think, think that's death number 12. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's 12. Oh shit! Okay. Uh, so yeah, so the killer does it gets away with uh, pretty much everyone he wanted. This worked yeah. out really nicely for him. Yeah, definitely. And so the next scene we see is um, um, the wife again, Kathleen, Kathleen mm-hmm. and she is laying on a table, and she is clearly being basted, or like yep. you know, she's. Yes. Basted. Uh, no, that's exactly yeah, what yeah. it is. Um, and you know, like rosemary and all the typical oh things you'll God. put on a parsley turkey, between parsley. her toes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, although I was thinking that's too much salt he was sprinkling. Well, wait, on. he did salt. like he did. too much salt. Yeah, the pepper was fine, but the salt was too much. Yeah. Yeah, the butter, the parsley, everything mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. The salt is was too mm-hmm. much. And, like, we see that they're in this weird room where there's, like, this giant oven, and we're like, oh, like, we immediately know what's about to happen. And it's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, don't eat before you go see this film. No, 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 no. No. Um, But Kathleen is awake. Yes. The effects of whatever were used are wearing off. So we see her kind of, like, peeking (laughs) as he's doing all of this. She's, like, peeking and then closing her eyes. Mm -hmm. And then he leaves to go get something. Yeah. Yeah. He like, so he sets, he sets his mask down on the oven. <gasps> yes. Um, And it burns the John Carver mask, which yeah. just makes it look even creepier. Cause it's like this half burned plastic, which must've smelled awful. Oh, mm-hmm. I bet. Yeah. Um, But yeah, then he, he leaves to go do something and then she kind of gets up and runs away. Mm-hmm. And hides, and then he um, discovers she's gone, and he grabs this pitchfork, like you know the pitchfork <laughs> that you see in that famous painting with the old couple, and the guys holding the pitchfork, mm-hmm. the like American Gothic, yeah. American Gothic. Yeah. Yes, yeah. thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's exactly it is exactly that, that pitchfork. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and as she's hiding, uh, one of the dead bodies that had, you know died previously, um, it like falls on her, and yeah. like that gave me a good jump scare. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yes, yeah, so we get like a little bit of like a chase, a little bit yeah, of like cat a back and, mouse and forth. Chase. Yeah, because Kathleen's pretty good at hiding. Mm-hmm. You know, we get like all these scenes of like her, you know, like hiding behind the door and mm-hmm. like just on the other side of the wall. Yeah, and, she like, did a decent job. It's a pretty did. solid chase that we yeah. get. But also, I love at this point, they're all dressed as pilgrims because they were dressed as pilgrims to be in the parade. And so it's just freaking ridiculous. Yes. Yes. The pilgrim outfit looks a little bit more like slutty maid. A little bit. Yeah, it did look like a slutty. She was a slutty pilgrim. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But then, yeah, like finally she's running 
and he's behind her and he just throws the pitchfork and it just gets her right in the middle. Like, and then he just drags her back mm-hmm. into the room by the pitchfork. Like, oh, ugh. and before he does that though, as she's trying to get away, she had opened up the fridge and yes. she found a body. It could have been one of the ones we thought died. It didn't really right. die. I'm not sure. Yeah. But she's like alive in the freezer. But she's alive yeah. being like kept chilled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But then, then, yeah. She gets then he her. gets her. Yeah. And then puts her in the oven. And, and I couldn't just, watch any of that scene. I think like as the audience, we just know what's coming. And it's so, yes. it's like so nerve-wracking to watch knowing that like oh my god this is actually about to happen like Mm -hmm. and it does and she's screaming and he's just watching her like she's begging for her life he opens the oven at one point and she's like begging for her you know Mm -hmm. please let me out Mm -hmm. and then we just just slowly see her oh because he opens the oven to put a turkey timer in her yes he puts a turkey timer in her arm and And so we just just, see her She's starting to sweat. Oh, and we I see her skin start to like. Yellow. I watched zero percent of this, oh, by the way. Okay. So as you guys I are like- describing, I watched zero. <laughs> I had the popcorn in front of my face uh-huh. the entire time. <laughs> uh-huh. No, I. Well, so when it started, when it first started getting a little hot, and she's just sweating, and it's seeming yeah. like really toasty. Like I immediately was thinking of my hot yoga class. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> like oh she's a little bit like i do this to myself voluntarily several times a week yeah yeah but no but then the the skin gets burned at a rapid increase and then all of a sudden we see that she like the final burn comes Mm -hmm. and we see her die and the turkey timer pops up yeah so again the the comedy in this like I yeah. so appreciate it. Like, because it wasn't, it was cheesy, but like intentionally mm-hmm. so. Like, yeah. it was very fitting to the moment when there were like little moments of comedy. Oh, yeah. It was no, perfectly it was. done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then dinner is uh, ready to go. Dinner there's is a, served. <laughs> there's a live stream happening. But yeah. up until now, the cops haven't been able to find, like, the phone keeps turning off, so they can't track it. Yeah. But suddenly a live stream is happening, and they have the location. So mm-hmm. they are rushing to the scene of where the phone is live streaming from. Yep. But because it's, like, live streaming, okay, dinner's ready, turkey time. Um, But then come to find out, the phone has been set up to stream a monitor. Yep. So the cops thought they, like, found his location, and but, but it really wasn't. they didn't. Yeah. Right. And then once they find that phone, it switches to another phone. Yep. So it's like a new stream is now happening. But then somehow the cops were able to determine that there were tunnels under the spot. Yes. And that like they have to go to the tunnels. So they're like mapping that. Yeah. Tracking it down. They're like, we're right there. And I think they even see, maybe they see like a manhole cover or something Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, underground. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. So then dinner. So then they, then, so now everyone's at the table. Um, You know, the the dad the the Jess was there the mm-hmm. other guy was there Cuba um mm-hmm. and that blonde girl I don't remember who she was was there yeah. but like they all kind of come out of their like tranquilizer mm-hmm. state and they're waking up and they're gagged yeah um and something happens and it makes the dad like throw up oh uh, well his- he sees because what's dinner. for dinner oh that's dinner, right so- and it's his wife. 
Yes, that's right. He unveils. And then, and, yeah, he, like, throws up in his gag tie. Just well, so, because like... Because <laughs> it was so gross. So, like... So, so gross. John Carver had positioned the mom as, like, a, a turkey. turkey. Yeah. Like, he made, like, her hands, like, kind of shriveled in like a turkey. And, and her then her head was cut off. off. And then her mm-hmm. head was, like, off to the side. But, like, the way that the skin looked, it, it like, looked exactly like... I'm sorry, y'all. Please don't listen to this. Right mm-hmm. before you eat th- Thanksgiving, yeah, no dinner because it looked like the skin of a turkey, it like did. it looked like that bubbly brown, crispy, like yep. yeah. No, it's awful. <laughs> it's terrible. And then he like he goes and he he carves a piece of her. Oh, I this leg. was once again to eat saw zero percent of that <laughs> I was like, it I was so and it looked like an actual piece of turkey it was it did. Fuck, it was horrifying. it did but it was like a little bit different like a little yeah. bit like more bloodier yeah. like it looked it looked different enough to think like oh my god is this what human flesh looks like mm-hmm. if you yes. it? it was just like oh and and like i think but right before that he had um put a corkscrew in the the girl that was being chilled yeah because he like, said i had a nice- wine glass yeah, he was like, it. I have a nice chilled wine Yeah, for dinner. And then he does that, and so her blood is now in the... Which made us think of pairing tonight's episode with, oh, our, yeah. with our drink. I think this is a great moment. That's a, a really great segue. Great time to segue. <laughs> to talk about what we're sipping on. <laughs> yeah, because I need to pour more after we're talking about that yeah. scene. Holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> so if you've seen our last year's episode, Thanksgiving, we had a nice white wine that we paired with that episode. Mm-hmm. So this year, because of this scene, we thought we'd pair it with a nice glass of red wine. Yeah. Nice, nice bloody red for you. Nice chilled red. <laughs> <laughs> so for your chilled red, if you're not sure what to go with, we've paired it with a nice Lambrusco because, mm-hmm. you know, that's one of the reds you put in the fridge. Yeah. yeah. It's a nice sweet red wine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It pairs nice with just the most graphic gore getting through this movie in your entire life so we'll recommend drinking it with the movie because you might need a little a little liquid courage 100 percent if not a shot yeah maybe a shot first (laughs) we're doing a shot and a glass of wine for tonight's pairing (laughs) oh man Um, okay so yeah back to back to the scene so so at dinner we get one more death yes And it's John Carver's going around because he's live streaming and he takes the phone Mm -hmm. and he's asking them what they're thankful for. Oh, yeah. The people at the table. Mm -hmm. And he starts with Evan because I think he says something about like, oh, like I was inspired to do this live stream because of you because he took the video or Mm -hmm. one of the people who took a video of the Black Friday. Yep. Yeah. So he's like standing behind him Mm -hmm. being like, what are you thankful for? Yep. And he's just, I mean, he, I think he just like asks for help, right? He's just like, mm-hmm. oh God, like someone help, blah, blah. And he pushes his table, his table, pushes his head down on the table. And then with a meat cleaver. A huge one. Like, like the a biggest one you've ever seen. Meat cleaver. Just bashes his head in. And it just over and over and you just see his head like disintegrating before you. It is... And then you see the live getting a ton of like likes yes. and hearts and like comments just, and stuff, which is just oh my god, yeah, yeah. horrifying, yeah. <laughs> and and so 
his his death happens too. And I would say then the person who got the corkscrew through the neck mm-hmm. yeah, was another death. And you know what? I did write down um, a clue. I almost think it was the cheerleader from the trampoline. Yeah. That didn't die. Well, like maybe he she makes, wasn't dead. He makes okay. a comment. He says something. Hey, cheerleaders toast. Oh, so let's make right. a toast with the cheerleaders, like nice chilled red. So you're okay, right. It so was her. Amy was killed later. Yeah, she's yeah. just impaled in her ankle yeah. and her mm-hmm. yep. Yep. which makes sense because they regions fully die. <laughs> right. So right. I what think a great right. way to I be think it's Amy. still so, living. I think right now we're at a total of 14 deaths. We're at 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. That's okay. what I have too. So then, while all of this is happening, Jess realizes the ring that has she's little, wearing has a little, little like, little like knife cutter. thing. Yeah, it's like nice. a body. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And so, <laughs> so she's she, like sawing away because they're yeah. all they're all you know held in the chairs with like mm-hmm. rope. They're all like tied by rope. So she's like yeah. gnawing her rope away. Yeah. So she and then she gives it, it to Scoobs. And then gives it to Scuba. To, to Why do I keep calling him Scoobs? Scoobs. You know, it's, a, it's a nickname. Love it. Scuba. Scoobs. It's all the same. Okay, so now that they've, like, undone their ropes. Yes. But they still mm-hmm. haven't given away that they're no. not. Mm-hmm. Um, we just see Carver still walking around the table. He that's when he then like brings the piece of meat to the dad and yeah, is like I think that's basically either you eat this or I kill you. But you mm-hmm. you know. Um and that was when they broke free, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just get up and maybe like throw a chair at him or something. Yeah. It's they they attack him in some way while like trying to get out yeah and and the dad who's still alive is like run through his little gag he's like yelling for them yeah go Mm -hmm. run escape like Mm -hmm. um and i don't remember exactly how it they kind of just chase him through the tunnels and then they get out and they realize they're at the house yes that we had seen at the beginning the like historical house yes and um when they're when they get outside um they run in they see a cop car yes right but scuba gets hit with the axe yes so before they get out yeah gets hit yeah and And so jess keeps going and then yeah she sees the cop car and she approaches Mm -hmm. it and the sheriff is there lying in a pool of blood Mm -hmm. and you know Mm mm-hmm and, and this is That's when it. I was like, oh, no, I'm wrong. Because this whole time I've been thinking it's the sheriff. Yeah. Oh, you were thinking that the whole time. The whole time. Yep. Oh, yep. okay. Interesting. Especially See, ever since the breathing. And then okay. um, I and then I was like, oh, shoot, I guess I'm wrong. I guess it's not the yeah. sheriff. Mm-hmm. We'll see. And then I had a moment where like they were panned, the camera was panned up to up close to him and I saw him breathing a little and I was like, okay, so either he's not dead. And I was like, but maybe that was just like a film. Oh, like, he like, like a, yeah, yeah. Like maybe that was just like mm-hmm. a, a little oops. Yeah. You know. Dempsey would never. <laughs> <laughs> he is a professional. Right. <laughs> so Jess is like, okay. So then she runs more. And it, I, f- I felt like that was just like kind of a classic. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Her running through the woods and stuff was just like a classic a horror movie chase scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which was great. Well, but then she goes in the warehouse, right? Because after she comes across the cop car, isn't it like right outside? Okay, so you know what warehouse? it was? Yeah, it was it was Woods cop car where uh yeah, then the warehouse. Yeah. So when mm-hmm. she was in the woods 
initially she jumps over a chain link fence. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. He almost gets her. He almost, almost. got her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So then she goes and looks into the warehouse, and that's when she sees Bobby. She sees Bobby take yes. off the John Carver mask. Oh, it's yes. Bobby, everyone. Yeah. yeah. And I I was can I was like, okay, shit, it's him. Well, like, and then I was thinking it's multiple people. It's Bobby and the cop. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 See, for some reason there, I was like, it's not Bobby. I, like <laughs> something I was like, absolutely not. It's anyone but him. Like, right. <laughs> but then like, okay, so then it's kind of like all over wrapping up because. Yeah, because um, now lots of cops are there. Yeah. And because the sheriff wakes up and walks in and, you know, he's he's kind of like, oh, like, we knew it was him. Like, Mm -hmm. you go wait outside. I'll take care of him. And we hear gunshots. Yes. Yeah, we hear gunshots from inside. Um, And then her, then Jess and the sheriff are left kind of in an office in the warehouse. mm -hmm. Um, Before they're by themselves, um, like, because it's all kind of wrapped up, like it was Bobby. Bobby's now dead. Oh, so I guess Bobby would be 15 then. But he wasn't dead. Oh, he wasn't dead. Right. Okay. Yeah, because they were like, well, no, so we're everyone is looking for him though. Okay. So he okay. says like he didn't get him, but everyone's looking for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but because it kind of seems like at least this part of the, you know, uh for Jess, I guess anyway, this part's mm-hmm. over. Um right. yeah. they're and they're also telling um the sheriff, hey, because you fired your gun, you have to turn in your service oh, weapon. Mm-hmm. And there mm-hmm. was just a weird vibe. There was a weird vibe. There yeah. Was a very weird vibe there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's like, okay, and hands it over. Yeah. So and with that, she- I thought, oh, they're going to be in danger and he's not going to have his gun. Like, that's, right. that's, that's what, what I thought. Yeah. No, I thought he's uncomfortable because he didn't fire this gun. He fired a different uh, – like, yeah. I, I just Oh, okay. You were still on him being mm-hmm. – well, But then Jess ends up in the – She sees his shoes. That's right. Okay. Which have a bunch of the same plants from That hers. she does on her mm-hmm. pants. Yeah, that she was, like, uh, take, like taking off. Yes. She had a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and we should say a while back, uh, the sheriff had mentioned to Jess, you know, it's the little details because mm-hmm. back when, back when John Carver was like kind of hunting her down in the the hair salon at the high school, um, he was saying like it's the little details. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she couldn't remember anything about him. He was like mm-hmm. anything tiny, and she looks down and she like kind of remembers him saying that as she sees the little burrs that are stuck to his pants, mm-hmm. and she realizes. Yes, mm-hmm. and we should note there were evidence bags in here of like all yep. the things. Yep. One of them was the cell phone that had been streaming, and a couple of other little things. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, this was the moment where right when they were just sitting down at the desk, and I was yeah. like, oh, my God, it's him. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. it's totally him. Like, I yeah. leaned over to Lara. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, yeah, now she's noticing that his boots have those little, you know, mm-hmm. burrs. I, I only know it's burrs because my friend's dog gets them stuck in his oh. fur all the time because he likes to go run out in the like the weeds in Montana uh-huh. and get the little oh. burrs stuck to him. Oh, poor buddy. <laughs> and then sometimes I go out with him and I get the burrs stuck and to you get burrs. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like at the door about to mm-hmm. leave and she's at the desk and she kind of freezes. Mm-hmm. And, and he then realizes he, that she knows. He, he sees it. Yeah. So he like starts to like, you know, talk about He's confessing. Yeah. He's confessing. Mm-hmm. And she's like backing away, knocking stuff over, like trying to put a little distance, but it's mm-hmm. very slow. And he, he, like, he admits, like, 
you know, I drugged, I, I drugged Bobby and put the mask on to mm-hmm. kind of frame him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, he talks about how the woman killed in the massacre mm-hmm. that she was going to leave her husband. Yeah. Um, he was, she was going to yep, leave in the very in beginning. Love, yep. And she was pregnant with mm-hmm. his baby. Yeah. And this scene of just the way she catches him and he catches her catching him and then his confession. And it just made me so happy. It was just so yeah. well done and classy and cheesy, but like in a, like just a good movie way. Exactly. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it just made me so happy. Totally. Yeah. So then after all this, she says, Oh, you never let me say what I was thankful for. And that's when she pulls out the cell phone. She's like, yeah, she's how like, good the reception is yeah. in here. It's like, oh, shit. I literally wrote down my, the next things on my my notes were, oh, shit. Yes, Bobby, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because now we realize Bobby was there. Bobby's right. there. Bobby's there. I think there. he throws something through the window mm-hmm. to kind yeah. of stop him. And that's where Bobby and Jessica are trying to run away. Yeah. So there's a little bit of a chase. They run away. They find Bobby's truck. And did we did we clarify that she's been live streaming? Did we say that? And I just wasn't paying attention. I think we said yes. right. Yeah, because she's okay. same for the okay. reception, which okay. is not everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I just didn't like remember <laughs> if we like clarified that she's oh, yeah. like, live yeah. streaming. So everyone yeah. knows. So everyone knows him. it was him. Yeah. Right. Um, so they have this little chase, you know, they're getting away in the truck. He's to stop them by like because the truck is like a tow truck he like mm-hmm. ties the trailer hitch thing uh, so there's like a, it's a pretty solid chase at yeah the end, it is i think oh, totally <laughs> and then while they're like chasing going through the warehouse like at some point they're trying to run away um and like jessica kind of pauses and she's not like sticking with bobby to run mm-hmm. away because she pauses to like start to inflate this giant turkey. giant turkey yeah and like turn the gas like turn yep. the gas on like mm-hmm. inflate it um and yeah so so the sheriff's like just going um like chasing after them and i just love that he's just like he's just screaming jessica mm-hmm. his voice yeah. it's so no, good his voice in the end there yeah was so good like uh-huh. the way that he screams her name yeah uh-huh. I, I agree. Loved it. I absolutely he, loved it. He also says, like, as he's like hunting them down, the famous line, mm-hmm. which will which will now become a famous line from this movie, there will be no leftovers. This so good. <laughs> so it was perfect. Good. It was perfect. Oh, it's so good. Oh, uh, so, so good. So as Jessica's in the truck, she oh, she finds like an old um what are they called? Like the like a musket. A, a musket. There we go. Because she had told yes. a story about the only gun mm-hmm. she's ever fired before is a is musket. Is a musket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And muskets, the thing about them is they they like ignite a lot mm-hmm. of times. It's not like guns now. Right. Um, yeah. They're a lot more dangerous and combustible, I guess. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so all the while their their truck is now stopped because the hose on the tow truck mm-hmm. is he tied it down to something. So they're frozen and we just see this giant inflatable Turkey. And you guys, it's like one of those, it's one of those like ridiculous, happy turkeys. Like, and it's freaking huge. It's like 20 feet or something. Mm -hmm. Like it's like, it's like a two story building. Like, yes. Like it's so so just all the while this thing is 
blowing up and and we see he's running we see John around Carver, it. like running around the side trying mm-hmm. to get him Jessica yep, <laughs> yep. and she, yeah so she's now filled the musket and she aims it and she shoots it at the turkey yep and so we get just, just a giant explosion huge explosion and they're able to drive off because it's mm-hmm. now been disconnected mm-hmm. um yeah but we don't see no the body no we don't we don't they we even see him say, on fire a little bit we see him on fire we see him aflame but mm-hmm. no and body they even say um like they kind of show them investigating like you know after mm-hmm. it happened and um they found nothing but ash, but no one could have possibly survived yes. that type of explosion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, But though. then as they're saying that, they kind of turn to a firefighter holding an axe with, uh-huh. like, a full face mask on, like, yep. slowly walking away. Mm-hmm. So catch that part. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's, like, holding an axe, and he has, like, the big mask on. So it almost seems like they're, like, out. Setting it up. Oh, oh well, I feel yeah. like they were very heavily insinuating oh, that yeah. they have to do another one. Die. Yep. Yeah. And then it was end credits. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. It was so good. Uh, and then, and then we that- do get a little uh, bonus mm-hmm. scene. Yep, I think. Yeah, because we stayed through the credits. Yes. But I don't think it was really even part of the movie. To me, it seemed like it was almost just like a blooper or something. Like, what was that? Because it was oh yeah, it wasn't part of the movie. It was just yeah. like a funny yeah. added scene. Um, yeah. so yeah, it was the scene where like the dad of the Rightmar and Jess were at the house. Yeah. Um, and it just like pans out, and he like flips off the camera. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, so it's just like really a funny little yeah. I didn't yeah. really before that because I forget if it was like post credits or not. We also get Jess having like a nightmare oh yeah because we get the scene of her and she wakes up because her closet door opens yeah. and yeah. she goes to check it out and sees that there's nothing right turns on the light realizes there's nothing turns off the light and then we see a burnt patrick dempsey come out and like grab her which is when she wakes up and yes. realizes it was a nightmare yeah. so i feel like that was another nod at like maybe he's still out there uh-huh, totally for sure for sure which I would I would love. I'm here for it if that's yes. the case. <laughs> it was so good. Honestly, it was so fun. I know. It was so fun to watch. Yeah. I it agree. Was it was amazing. I agree. So do you have psych? Oh, I've for... got some psych. <gasps> okay. Well, I feel like now's a good time to maybe dive into some psych. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Just remember, she's not a real doctor, but these are not real turkeys. So it's okay. Real turkeys. But you know what is real is Black Friday madness. And oh. that's what we'll be psychoanalyzing today. Yes. Nice. Yes. Love I'm this. So ready. That's, okay. Yes. So this is a multiple parter that we're gonna this okay. is the only psych topic we're talking about today, but yeah. in multiple ways. Um, so first, Black Friday. Let's just talk about this. Who mm-hmm. who does it? Who does not? Listeners, let us know. Um, I myself have done Black Friday shopping in the past. Mm-hmm. I now refuse and will never, ever, yeah, do it. Yeah, do either of you do Black Friday? No, no. I so like online. Yeah, like I used like back in the heyday, and I'm talking like when I was a child. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I remember we would sometimes do that. Yeah. Like we would sit around um, after like we would go to my aunt's house for pie, and then mm-hmm. after like all the all the people that wanted to would like clip coupons because you know you oh, need a 
response for Black mm-hmm. Friday. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my only memory of Black Friday shopping. Yeah. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I just don't. Like, I have no desire. And again, yeah. like, maybe part of that is like, I'm privileged that I'm not, my gifts aren't dependent on being on sale. Yeah. Like, I have enough mm-hmm. funds that I don't have to worry about that. So I get that. Yeah. But like, right. I just think nothing is worth. Yeah. Yeah. That. Have either of you worked Black Friday? Yeah, um, so I had to work at a grocery store once for Black oh, okay. Friday, mm-hmm. um, which I know like is not as much affected. It wasn't like a yeah. other you know kind of retailer, yeah. but it was still crazy. Yeah, okay. I worked. Yeah. I worked at a famous bookstore mm, on Black mm-hmm. Friday, uh, but we were so overly staffed that it it was busy, but it was not horrendous. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like, it was good. it was not that bad. Um, so yeah, yeah. No, it sounds. Awful. I mean, because you know, I didn't have to work it because my I did fast food for like my first jobs, um, which luckily never did Black Friday. Mm-hmm. But uh, Matt did work a Black Friday mm-hmm. at a big store. Yes, and it sounds big, awful. The clothing yes. store. Yeah, it yeah, is. I just, just remember that the work. Like, I was and, worried for him because <laughs> well, he worked. I swear that the first year that it was like Black Friday starts at five p.m. on Thanksgiving. Yeah, right. that that was a new thing that happened in our lifetime. It didn't yeah. used to be like that. Like no, now yeah. I feel like Black Friday is on Wednesday. Yeah, like, genuinely, I feel like it. Like yeah. is I feel like yeah. it's finally gone more Calming down again. Like Agreed. coming down. But yeah, there was this movie is just like a couple years too late because mm-hmm. that weird few years where Black Friday started at like earlier and earlier and earlier every year was, was wild. wild. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, thank you. So let's let's just talk about Black Friday and yeah. deals and why do people fall for it? So mm-hmm. there's there's a few psychological things that happen to entice people to participate in Black Friday. Mm-hmm. So one is FOMO. I've had it. Oh yeah, I think everyone's mm-hmm. had it. Mm-hmm. You you fear of missing out mm-hmm. on the deal. Um, so people tend to regret um, actions, like their own actions that lead to bad outcomes. They regret that. So, that like, say you take action mm-hmm. of I'm going to stay home this year, and then you miss out on a deal, or you don't get the thing because now it's no longer available. You might regret that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and you also just regret the things you don't do typically. Yeah. So like, say you decide to like not go to a party or not take that vacation. A lot Mm -hmm. of times it's the thing that you don't do. That's the thing you focus on regretting Mm -hmm. rather than I regret that I stayed home or something like that. Yeah. So FOMO is a one, one factor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the next is social media that plays a huge part in it now. And it played a huge part in this movie. Yeah. Um, But you know, on social media, you see people, they got a good, good deal and they look so happy. Mm-hmm. So I must need it too. Yeah. Gotta get the waffle oh, iron. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is so happy with their waffle iron. Look at their waffles they're making. Yeah. It's improved their marriage. It's improved their life. Like, yep. gotta get it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, another tactic that uh entices people to Black Friday shop is following the crowd. So I don't know mm-hmm. if you've ever seen where if you're like looking at something. And some stat pops up of 200 people are also looking at this item or 40 oh, people have already uh-huh. bought this or mm-hmm. things like that. That is just a pure marketing tactic to have mm-hmm. you think other people are doing it. I yep. should be doing it too. Like, why wouldn't I do it if, the, if it's good enough mm-hmm. for them? Like, yep, I should be doing it too. Yeah. 
And guys, never believe it. It's never true. I know. <laughs> it's never. usually it's not all true. an illusion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that that also goes along with the next uh, reason is scarcity. So mm-hmm. stores will make something seem like it's first one hundred people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this can be multiple fa- multiple ways. One is time. So it's only Black Friday. So the only time you're ever going to get this TV for $200 off is on Black Friday. This is the only time you get that. Mm-hmm. Or there's only a thousand TVs that get this $200 mm-hmm. off and mm-hmm. then they're gone. So either time or number of items. It creates the sense of urgency. If you don't do it now, you're going to miss out. So you better do it. Yeah. So you might buy something you never would because it's like, oh, well, but if I wait, to decide that I want it, it's going to be gone and then I can't have it. So this thing I never wanted before, if I can't have it tomorrow, I better get it Gotta now. Gotta get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, there is one study that I was reading that showed that the highest levels of FOMO that we were talking about happen either at the end of the day or the end of the week. Hmm. So kind of okay. as, as you've... You, you've spent, you know, your mental energy and time throughout the day or throughout mm-hmm. the week toward the end, that's the highest rate of experiencing FOMO. So Black Friday is like perfectly situated yeah. at the end of the week and at the end of a holiday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's some brain chemistry. Whoa. Yeah. Brain chemistry that happens. Yeah. So I'm a little, I'm a little sick. So I'm trying to like, <laughs> you're doing read and like sniffle at the same time. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> So for the the brain chemistry, when you get a good deal, it's this rush of dopamine, Mm -hmm. which I've experienced. Mm -hmm. Oh, who hasn't? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you, if you get something and you spend way less than you were expecting to have to pay Mm -hmm. or um, it it just, it feels good. Yeah. Even words, trigger words like uh, sale, Mm -hmm. savings, those can trigger a dopamine rush because that makes you primed for experience yeah. when you get I mean back. who doesn't love a good deal um I'm, I'm absolutely one of those people where like if you compliment something that I'm wearing I'm immediately like oh my god thanks it was seven dollars yes yeah. yes <laughs> exactly I love yep. thrifting so I like I, yep. I have to I have to tell you how good of a deal it was yep, <laughs> yep. oh totally totally <laughs> so there's a reward center of your brain that when you get those deals, it lights up. So it's it's a physical, mm-hmm. chemical thing that happens. It's not just all in our heads, for lack of a better word. Right. Um, <laughs> it, it's a real thing that changes in our brain. Mm-hmm. The problem, though, is when those dopamine rushes go unchecked and they're not balanced out with you know normal pacing or other chemicals like serotonin, it can lead to really unhealthy behaviors and mm-hmm. addictions. So yeah. shopping addictions, gambling addictions, when you're constantly getting that dopamine, but it's at a unrealistic pace, it can be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that happens with Black Friday deals. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Another thing that can happen is it's there's actually a term for it, and it's called shopping momentum. Mm. What? Which is what I kind of refer to as like, you can't have just one. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't have just one purchase because one purchase where you get a good deal, it creates the psychological impulse that you need another one. And then you need another one. And then you need another one. And you like have to keep getting them in order to maintain what initially you got from just one purchase. Okay. It's very much an addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Thing that can happen. Um. So deals, when you get a deal, 
we've all talked about like we like them and you mm-hmm. you know that you boast about your seven dollar <laughs> shirt um there's the reason why is because it gives us this sense of empowerment yeah so we feel empowered it actually boosts our self-esteem and one of the things one of the reasons why is it's like okay look i got this wonderful thing and look how awesome i am that i paid you know less than joe schmo over here paid for the exact mm-hmm. same thing mm-hmm. i'm smarter mm-hmm. i'm more capable i'm more you know competent mm-hmm. in my shopping skills yeah it's really kind of interesting it's like this competition almost that we like create in our yeah. own brains mm-hmm. yeah so uh in black friday shopping uh the color red is used a lot yes which we talked about oh. in crimson peak we talked about the mm-hmm. kind of the psychology of the color red yeah it gets it gets our attention. Yeah. yeah. So it, it gets our attention and it pr- puts us in this heightened state of arousal, mm-hmm. which then that. Yeah. Those bright red sales. Well, yeah. Signs. I mean, sales yeah. signs are always, they're red. always red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. It's like so red we, on yellow, you know, with yes. like the yellow yep. thing mm-hmm. in the background. Yeah. So just to get our attention and to get us like interested and yeah. excited, mm-hmm. which we talked about a lot of that in Crimson Peak. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. One of the theories as to why people get so into Black Friday is it is a distraction from our normal, stressful, miserable lives. I mean, (laughs) not wrong. Yeah. Right? Right? If it's like, oh, I have one goal and it's to get a a $100 TV. It's like, I don't know. Like, that's achievable, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, I I can't control anything else about that. Crap yeah. happening to me, but I can get a deal. Exactly, <laughs> I can get that waffle iron for free. Mm-hmm. Exactly, Gosh, dang it. Yeah, and there's two. There's two different types of people and reasons for why this works. Mm-hmm. So there are the task oriented people, and Black Friday is good for them because they get to accomplish so much shopping mm. at one time, or they get to save so much they get to check it off their like. Oh this, yeah, this, I'm this, gonna buy this. everyone's Christmas gift right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it they're totally primed for Black Friday. Yeah. But there's also the socially oriented people mm-hmm. and they get to join the crowd and they get to experience that crowd high of everyone's getting the deals with me. Now, mm-hmm. that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> but there are people where... So I, I used to have this friend, I worked with her um, back in Rochester and mm-hmm. she just seems like the most kind of like level-headed, easygoing person. Yeah. Wonderful woman, love her dearly. She was a Black Friday nut, and oh I like understood it. But, but she, for her, it was a ritual. So she would get her daughters. They would go to Starbucks. They would start at four in the morning, and it was it yeah. was the best day for them. And yeah, whenever I talked to her about it, though, she never once mentioned a price or a deal that she got. Yeah, she always it was talked just about, about the experience of her and her daughter. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was like, oh, that's totally her. She's a social yeah. person. Yeah. No, that's cool. I mean, honestly, that's the thing. When it was like, oh, everyone wake up at like 4 a.m. to go get a $50, a 50-inch TV. It's like, okay, yeah, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. the whole it starts at 5 p.m. thing is, uh, I think, right. I know they've, ruin they've ruined it. it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of how the deals of Black Friday plays into our psychology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now let's get a little bit into some of the misbehavior that happens Mm. (laughs) with Black Friday. Yes. (laughs) So there's actually been a few like really in-depth studies on this that I was kind of looking at. And one of the 
the type of shoppers who are likely to misbehave Mm -hmm. on Black Friday are shoppers who they have perceived that they've put in a lot of effort in planning for and shopping. So they're the ones that if they they put a lot of effort into it, they're going to be more likely to misbehave. Yeah, because they're like, well, I deserve this. Yeah, it, exactly. I worked for it. I didn't do all that work just to right. not get it. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah, I deserve it because I've, I've mm-hmm. put in all this time. Also, the, those that have, tend to get into trouble on Black Friday, they tend to be, um, they score higher on the trait of impulsivity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even Makes though they're sense. the people that have done a lot of planning, like in the moment, if they tend to be more impulsive, mm-hmm. they're going to be, you know, yeah. more likely to engage in problematic behavior, I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was looking at this general aggression model oh. or the GAM. <laughs> and so this is the, uh, it takes into account social, cognitive, personality, your development, your biology, mm-hmm. all of those things, they impact your aggression. Yeah. So it kind of gets us at your personal and your situational factors. They influence how you think, how you feel, like your mm-hmm. arousal level. Mm-hmm. But that in turn then affects how you kind of appraise, how you judge a situation, and mm-hmm. then how you decide on things. And that then leads to how aggressive or non-aggressive you'll be in a situation. Okay. Yeah. So, and each cycle of, of all of these factors kind of develops this like aggression learning that you'll do. So Mm -hmm. like, how quick are you going to learn? Hey, aggression works in this situation. So I'm going to do it. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that all kind of like primes you for it. But then within the, the, the GAM or the GAM, Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's these ideas of why people kind of act poorly. It's mm-hmm. if they have a goal blockage mm. versus attainment. Yeah. So blockages in Black Friday would be things like they're out of stock mm-hmm. or you have to wait in line. Mm-hmm. And those things lead to higher negative emotions, which is, again, going to kind of go feed into that cycle and then lead to possibly higher aggression. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. between the two of those, going to buy something and having it being out of stock or having to wait in line, Mm -hmm. which is worse for you? I think it'd be out of stock or having to wait in line. I guess out of stock? I'll wait in line. (laughs) Brianna? I think almost waiting in line would be worse for me. Oh, okay. If they're out of stock, it's like, eh, okay, move on. Oh, true. But waiting in line, I'd be so anxious about like, well, what if it's not there and I've wasted all this time waiting and other people are like annoying me and like, I think it would make my anxiety higher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So I actually do get a bit of line anxiety sometimes and it's more like, Mm. not that I don't want to have to wait, but I, I feel trapped. Yeah. Um, and actually between the two of those waiting in line led to in, in this one study, higher intensity of negative emotion. It was worse yeah. waiting in line. Well, cause you're all there, right? And, right. You know, it's, it's time yeah. to, to get right. angrier. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and, and the, one of the biggest reasons why is it leads to this perceived inequality. Mm. Like uh, okay. I had to wait in line and I didn't get like they got it and I didn't get it, but I waited yeah. in line. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And having that perceived inequality is actually the biggest indicator that you're going to be a shit on Black Mm -hmm. Friday. Yeah. Interesting. Which is Mm -hmm. really interesting because the whole point of Black Friday is you're trying to get a deal to kind of like one up everybody who didn't get a deal. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's almost the mindset of, oh, I'm okay with inequality as long as I'm the one. I get it. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is just Mm -hmm. America. Yeah. (laughs) Classic. Yeah. Um, so that, that's like a blockage versus attainment would be something like you get that door buster. Like mm-hmm. you're one of the first hundred people in the door and you get that thing and it leads to the positive emotion. It's like a euphoric thing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And also previous experience can lead to your likelihood of being a shit on Black right. Friday. Oh, okay, so yeah. what's interesting though, is prior experience of being a Black Friday shopper. Mm-hmm. does lead you to have the expectation of getting deals. Because mm. right? you've done it before. Done it. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm a pro. Yeah. But humans are fascinating creatures because even though prior Black Friday shoppers expect deals, prior Black Friday shoppers who've been there, done there, know it, they don't expect poor customer service. Now that's so fascinating. They know that's a thing. They still right. expect customer service to be just as good as it is on non-Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's it it's interesting because again, it's that kind of perceived, mm-hmm. you know, inequality. And I want things mm-hmm. entitlement. It's entitlement. Yes. It's exactly yeah. like the kids in the uh uh beginning of the movie. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a lot of people, it almost becomes this ritual, this Black Friday shopping. Mm, yeah. Um, it's very ritualistic and it's like a thing that they have that they, they definitely do. Yeah. yeah. So another thing that happens is something we've talked about before in um, our climax episode mm-hmm. is that idea of mob mentality. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when we talked about that before, we kind of talked about how when you're in a group, it it you feel less individual ro- responsibility. Mm-hmm. There's actually a very specific type when it comes to kind of like Black Friday shopping of mob mentality. It's called acquisitive mob or crowd psychology, Uh which is basically many people fighting over limited resources. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when that happens with this mob mentality in this situation, if you witness other people being out of control, you might Mm -hmm. be influenced to do the same thing when normally you wouldn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That whole anonymity. The mm-hmm. unity um, and just the heightened arousal of being in that situation, it can weaken like your own personal kind of modulation and control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it just, it's all a perfect disaster for leading to people doing some shitty stuff. Yeah, yep. it really is. <laughs> yep. So there are some things you can do to overcome it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, stores could spread out the shopping experience over a long period of time. So it's not just mm-hmm. Black Friday, make it a week and the deals are going to be there. Yeah. Or kind of pace out the release of the items. So the mm-hmm. time the item scarcity is not a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, they don't want to do that because they want people to, but this is what they could do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they could do things to kind of just make the experience better. So like we talked about, people exper- expect the deals, but they don't expect bad customer service put more customer service in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put little treats or little things to kind of make people calm along the way. Calm mm-hmm. music, yeah. little like incentives, like, oh, hey, while you're waiting in line, here's a breath mint. Like tiny little things like that can mm-hmm. 
go a long way. Yeah. So that's what stores could do. Um, mm-hmm. As a shopper, some recommendations I found were decide what you need ahead of time. If you're going to engage in Black Friday, decide mm-hmm. what you need ahead of time mm-hmm. so that you kind of have like a goal and a mission mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. aren't sucked into these like, oh, wait, I didn't want a waffle iron. In fact, I already have a waffle iron, but I, I'm going to get this free one. one. Free, right. Mm-hmm. Um, also, see if the sale is really a deal. Or not. Yes. Yeah. Because it's usually it's not. usually not. It's usually not. Yeah, In fact, I right. feel like there was even a study, and I didn't, don't quote me on this, but mm-hmm. um, where Black Friday sales are actually yeah, not unique in that the same items have a similar price multiple times throughout the year. Right. Yeah, because they'll raise the price before Black Friday. Just to bring it down. Just yeah. to bring it down. And honestly, there's so many websites that you can use that like tracks that. Uh-huh. So you can mm-hmm. see like previous prices to see if you're actually getting a good deal yep. yeah mm-hmm. also just understanding kind of some of these factors of mob mentality that we've discussed is, mm-hmm. is helpful so that you don't get sucked into it and you realize hey i would never normally like trample somebody if i was not in this crowd situation and i yep. realize i'm in a crowd so like let's back away yeah yeah mm-hmm. and then really just if you're able shop at other times mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah, maybe not the Black Friday. Maybe right. not get to it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, there's fascinating. A, there's some psych on Black Friday. And nice. I love it. <laughs> took place. I think every American should listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So as to not participate in Black Friday, but also to give you a gift in time for the holidays, on Tuesday we will be announcing a special merch item. Yes. Yes, we will. So head to our Instagram for all of the details. This coming Tuesday. Yes. Ah, I'm excited. so excited. You guys yes. are going to love them. They're so cute. <laughs> oh, well, that was a very good psych segment. Yeah. Got yeah, that festive. was a good a good dive. Tis the season. Do we have a this time in history? If you want a this time in history, open up a newspaper. Yeah. Newspa- yes. What's a newspaper, Grandma? <laughs> Read a book. Yeah, <laughs> Read, Read a, a book. book. <laughs> Read a book. For our listeners, I told Laura to go read a book. It was, <laughs> really it rude. was so savage. I think I love you. Do we still have it? Because I, think I love you. We've got to have that on film somewhere, right? Like I think we were just talking. I don't. We think were just we talking. Were Damn just it! Out. Yeah, because that would have been amazing. It would have been. <laughs> so good. Read a book. Okay. Well. Here on Spooky Sips, we don't give stars, we give sips. And I know for one, I will be giving it a lot of sips. So I'm interested to hear how many sips do you guys give it? Oh, okay. Wait, real quick. Before we get to the sips, I had one mm-hmm. more question, mm-hmm. which was how could Patrick Dempsey be the only killer? Were we supposed to accept that there was only one killer? Okay. Because- I was going to ask the same thing because they're like the scene in the high school is the one that got me. Yeah. They're like, he he would have just had to kill them and then suddenly be outside. He's fast, guys. Like, he was, like, talking. We keep getting shots of him talking to people. So, for me, for my my thinking, too, the only time I thought it's a a stretch for some of them. Like, he had to be super fast. Like, run out, lay in the ground, like, pretend to be, you know, hit when Mm -hmm. he was, like, outside the cop car. I thought they were probable, Uh Mm -hmm. if not a little unlikely but for the one that got me was the parade was that supposed to be him and all those deaths because i was like all of a sudden there's four killers like yeah 
I just, I feel like there had to be multiple. I Well, that's I why, because I did for a minute it, think it was both Bobby and him. Like, I was like, oh shit, it's both of them. Yeah. It wasn't. So like, I don't know. I, Maybe, I feel like we were supposed to conclude that he was the killer. Yeah. Yes. But and I think looking back, him. there's no way. Right? I, Honestly, yeah. I think I would have to watch it again knowing. Yeah, I think like, I would need. Watch I would need a rewatch because like yeah. it's so hard to recall. Yeah. yeah. I I feel like he was the only one, but yeah. okay. Well, I think there should have been another killer then okay. because right. I feel like there were a couple, especially yeah, the high school one was the obvious like, mm-hmm. okay, well we got shots of him being outside. So he right. was like slowly following Jessica while also talking outside. Right. There were a couple where it was like, I don't know, that was questionable. Uh, that was a little close. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's my only thing I wanted to bring up. Uh-huh. Fair. No, that's that's a good that's a good thing. So mm-hmm. I will consider that when I give my rating because I do feel like yeah. there are some things that were a little unbelievable. Yeah. But also I loved this movie so much. I felt like it totally sucked me in. I felt like it was and I have a friend whose favorite movie is Scream, and this is mm. no offense to Scream, but it was like Scream, but for me, just a little even better. Yeah, I kind of get that. And yeah. so I just, I really enjoyed the ride this mo- movie took us on. I enjoyed the acting as silly as it was. I enjoyed the accents. I enjoyed the gore. Um, for me, it's a four. Wow. Okay. I, I, I really liked this movie. I was yeah. so the entire yeah. time watching this movie, even though it was disgusting. I loved it. Yeah, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Brianna, do you have your score? Yeah, so I think for me, I it's hard because I'm debating my score yeah. between a 4 and a 4.5. Because mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I, I loved this mm-hmm. movie. And I think for me, like, I've gotten to a place where I try to, like, just suspend disbelief and not let, like, oh. the little mm-hmm. plot holes get to me. But, like, mm-hmm. I haven't seen a slasher movie that like captured all of this, the comedy, the gore, the jump scares, the plot, like this well since Scream, like, Mm -hmm. cause I also love Scream. Yeah. Um, So I don't know. I think, I think I might go with a 4.5. Nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think we were all thinking kind of similar. I think for me, it's, it's a four. Mm -hmm. I think part of it was like low expectations lead to great things because I thought I was going to hate this movie. Same. And then it, from the start, I was like, oh no, I'm going to love this movie. Mm-hmm. And they just, they nailed the, uh, you know, when you think of slasher, you think like 80s, like 80s horror slasher. I think they nailed giving us a classic quote unquote teen slasher, yeah. but doing it in a different way. Like I, I do think it wasn't just trying to do what they were doing in the 80s. Mm-hmm. It was doing it, but for today. Okay. And, you know? it, and it gave us the, the, teen vibe but it also gave wasn't space for the adults in the movie uh-huh. exactly like yeah, it wasn't exactly. just a teen no like, i love yeah. yeah i agree yeah that's what it's like, like yeah like i, I put it like in quotes because it was like it was almost that but it, but it did it in a different way that mm-hmm. actually was yeah. really interesting like it Agreed. was just a solid fun a little gory which is uh why i won't give it the extra point five mm-hmm. because i don't love mm-hmm. gore i had to keep looking away but <sighs> Oh, yeah, I think it's a four. It's fun. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
Nice. So next time on Spooky Sips, we will be doing Cabin in the Woods. Oh, I'm so excited. It's such a good one. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to talk about this one. So if you haven't seen it, Laura, you haven't. So if you haven't seen it, get watching and get sipping. And we'll see you next time on Spooky Sips. Bye. Bye. I was about to just leave. (laughs) You were saying goodbye. (laughs) We're out. Bye. Stand up. I love it. Peace out. Hang up. I love it. We're done here. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Spooky Sips. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening. To stay up to date on all the spooky things we're up to, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Spooky Sips underscore podcast. And if you want to help support the podcast, consider buying us a coffee or really a cocktail. We are completely independent, so every little bit goes a long way to keeping our podcast running and improving. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks.